You're tuning in to episode 62 of the Second Breaks podcast. Coming up on the show, a basic, common issue that I want to make sure you avoid when planning your career move. Thank you so much for joining me today. This is the first episode in September 2018, the start of the Burr months, my friend. We are there the last four months of the year. Can you believe it? This year is flying by, right? Seriously, don't you think so? Before we know it, we'll be hearing holiday songs. Too fast, too fast. I want to slow down. But, uh, you know, this is actually a good time to check in with your intentions for 2018. Whenever you're listening to this, it may be the Thursday when this episode drops or, you know, the weekend. This first weekend of September is actually a good time to kind of check in with your intentions for 2018. Four months is plenty of time to work on our goals, especially those long-term ones that often get sidelined or don't they don't get addressed because we get so focused on the urgent ones of the day of the week, right? And so we run around and doing the, the stuff that are the most urgent, the must-dos, and the long-term goals kind of get put aside and we don't, we end up not having time for them anymore. Now is a good time to take stock on where we are with those goals. This weekend, for example, might be a good time to just say, you know, where am I with this uh, intentions that I set for myself for 2018? If you've done quite a bit, if you've achieved them, if you've moved forward with them, then this is a good time to celebrate those wins, however big or small those wins are, however farther down the, you know, the line you've been able to move your goals. Now is a good time to celebrate, pat yourself in the back and celebrate. And if you haven't done much with your goals, Again, this is a good time to take stock and say, you know, this four months, if you focus, if you do quite a bit of intentional and deliberate work on those intentions, on those goals, then you can actually get a lot done and feel better at the end of the year about where you are in terms of your long-term goals. Because after all, those long-term goals, those are what's going to get you to the career that you want, the life that you want. And if you don't work on them today then guess what? You're never going to get closer to that thing that you really want for yourself, for your life, for your family, right? And actually, this this uh, topic, this long-term goals, long-term vision, the, the future that you want for yourself, for your career, is actually uh, what we're going to be talking about or something that we're going to be touching on today because it's very closely aligned or closely related to the topic that I want to chat with you about but before we get deep into the topic, I just wanted to say, this is something that I don't always remember to say in every episode, but I just want you to know that it means so much to me that you tune in every week. I so appreciate it that you're here, that you're listening to the show, that you're allowing me or that you're making me a part of your day somehow, even if it's just for a few minutes. And you know, if this is the first time that you are um, discovering the show, if you're stumbling upon the Second Breaks podcast for the first time, 
I appreciate you too. In fact, welcome, welcome. My name is Lou Blazer. I am the host of this weekly show where we explore what it really takes to make a career move nowadays in this crazy, fast-changing world of ours. I am a career pivot strategist. I'm an advisor. I'm a mentor. I'm also an author and a second breaker myself. My home on the interwebs is secondbreaks.com. That is where you'll find a lot of resources uh, to help you with your career move, no matter what kind of move you're thinking of making. Maybe it's a job change. Maybe it's a pivot that redirects the direction, the trajectory of your career. Maybe it's a big career change that will not only transform your career, but your life as well. No matter what kind of career move you are making, that is what we talk about on the show. That is what the secondbreaks.com is all about. And another thing that I forget to say on this show is that, you know, you can always reach me directly. If you have any questions on any of the topics that we talk about on a particular episode or any of the past episodes or any of the topics that we typically cover on the show, or maybe you want me to cover a, you know, a, a question or a topic that you have a particular interest in. Or maybe you just want to say hello. Actually, that's so much fun. Say hello and let me know kind of what you're doing when you're listening to the show. That would be great. There are several ways to reach me via email, lou at secondbreaks.com. I also hang out on Instagram a lot these days. That's become my favorite go-to social media thing. So on Instagram, I am at Lou Blazer. And then, of course, you can also uh, hit me up or connect with me via LinkedIn. So just look for Lou Blazer on LinkedIn. So you can direct message me there as well. So that would be my ask from you today, send me a note uh, or direct message me either on Instagram or LinkedIn and let me know what you're doing as you're listening to the episode. And I will look forward to hearing from you. It's just you and me today, no guests, because there is something that I want to chat with you about. This topic, it's uh, it's an evergreen topic, meaning that it's always relevant, it's always applicable, it, uh, it's always something that I'm going to suggest to you, but it's also timely because there's something that's happening in uh, September that I want to make sure that you know about because that event ties into this topic and I want to make sure that you don't miss that event. And so the topic is about avoiding starting your career move on the wrong foot. It's hard enough, it's challenging enough to make a career move. We don't want to make it worse for ourselves by starting on the wrong foot. And there's actually one easy way of solving this. It is by setting your long-term career vision or your big picture, as I like to call it, in the very beginning. Did you just roll your eyes, my friend? (laughs) Now, do not hit the stop button. Do not move away from me. Hear me out for a few minutes because this is a common issue and I don't want you to experience this. I don't want you to have this problem. So I work with people one-on-one or in workshops in a group setting. And when someone tells me that they're thinking of making some kind of a career move, a job change, pivot, career change, whatever kind of career move they're contemplating on doing, one of the first questions that I ask is how this particular career move that they're thinking about fits with the overall scheme for them, how it aligns with their big picture. 
And too often, I get silence after that question. I get a lot of ums and ahs, and I can tell when the person tries to answer that he or she may be just trying to formulate the answer to the question for the first time, meaning that he or she has never tried to figure out the big picture before, or maybe they have a big picture in their in their head, but they don't have the right words to describe their idea or this this big picture in their head. So they don't have the right words to communicate it, to articulate it, to describe it. And so it, it comes out very vague or garbled or not really very clear, not, not really very helpful or useful for them. Now, almost always, whenever I find these situations with my clients or with friends or colleagues that I'm working with and, and they start talking this way about their big picture, I notice that the focus is more on leaving something. For example, a career they no longer want, a job they hate, a company they don't really want to work for anymore, or even maybe a negative situation at work. So the focus is more on, I don't want this anymore, I want to leave it, instead of the future that they want to have. And in my experience, and I've worked with companies and individuals working for those companies and my individual clients, in my experience, the most successful career moves are those that are tied to a long-term career vision, a desired future that you have thought about, that you understand, and that you have taken the time to flesh out, right? So even if you are starting from the point where you want to make a change because you're really bored or unhappy where you're at right now, that's okay if that's where you're starting out from. So long as you spend then this time to think about what you want, where you want to go, your vision for the future that you want, your big picture, instead of just saying, I don't want this, you know, I just want to leave because that does not help you at all. Now, the main reason why this is a good practice, the main reason why you want to have a well-articulated vision or big picture is because your big picture serves as your North Star, your guiding light for where you want to put your ship or your boat or your bus, whatever it is that, that you're driving, right? Your metaphorical vehicle that you are using to get to your desired future. So it's your North Star. That's where you're going, right? And so maybe you don't know every single step of the way to get there, but at least you know that is the direction that you're going. And without a big picture, you're basically in the dark, right? And you're not having that directional guide to serve as your uh, guide for your next steps, for your decisions, for your choices. Uh, and speaking of decisions and next steps, having a big picture makes your decisions and your next steps strategic. It helps you decide and explain why you're doing this versus that, right? So we all want to be strategic about the kinds of things that we're doing, right? So we don't want to be willy-nilly. And also because we don't have a lot of time. We don't want to waste our time. And so we want to be purposeful and and strategic about the, the, the things that we're making or the things that we're doing, the choices that we're making. Having a big picture also makes for easier decision-making because whenever you are confronted with a decision, the choice is always about alignment, right? So is this job opportunity 
the right thing for you to take? Well, then you ask the question, is this aligned with my, my big picture? Is this getting me to where I want to go? Again, without a big picture to guide you with that decision-making process, then how are you going to know if this opportunity that, ha- that you have in front of you is the right one for you? And so therefore what happens is that you decide based on more short-term gains or short-term results as opposed to the, to the long-term direction that you want to head towards. And then lastly, when you have a clear career vision or big picture in mind, you're not easily derailed or negatively impacted by what's happening in your industry or your company, right? And of course, if if your company is laying off people, if your company is outsourcing your division, of course, you're going to get affected, but you have a direction that you're heading towards. So you're not easily going to get like, feel like the rug's been pulled from under you, Right. Again, you're able to make strategic decisions about your next steps, which leads me to what happens when you don't have a long-term plan or a big picture, right? One thing is it's harder to come up with the right course of action because you don't know where your direction is. So how do you know if this set of actions is the right thing for you to do? How do you know if they're aligned with what it is that you want if you haven't taken the time to articulate or to communicate what is it that you want? What is the future that you want to head towards? It's a hit or miss whether your next step will lead you to where you want to eventually go, right? Because like I said, when you don't have a guiding light, you're just going to be like whatever feels right at the moment. And and I know that, you know, going by what your gut tells you or what feels right at the moment is of course illegitimate and for some people very effective way for for making decisions for making choices but even when you're doing that i would i would suggest that there is for people who are very comfortable doing that there is there is a fundamental uh, career direction or a future direction that they're heading towards that's why they're very comfortable making those gut level decisions, right? So just imagine like if you are the CEO of a company or the CEO of your company, you want your CEO of your company to be making decisions based on the long-term direction of the company. You don't want the CEO to just be making, oh, you know, we're going to go here. We're going to go to this. We're going to dump this product or we're going to create this service offering just willy-nilly, right? You want there to be a strategic foundation for that, for those decisions. It's the same way with you. When you're making a choice about where to take your career, whether to accept a career opportunity or not, you want it to be based on something solid or at least something that you understand and have communicated even to just yourself. Another thing that I notice when people don't have a big picture in mind is that there is a lack of genuine joy, I think I'm going to use that phrase. There's a lack of genuine joy in what they're doing because you're, when, 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 when you don't have a big picture, when you don't have a long-term vision that you're heading towards or that you are shooting for, you're most likely being driven by a desire to leave something behind rather than the desire to get to somewhere that you want to be. And because of that, because you're being driven by the desire to leave something behind, the energy is different, right? So there isn't a joy there as opposed to this is where I want to be. There is more of a internal desire. There is more of a fire to get to that point in the future that translates to the way that you want to work, the career that you want to have, the life that you want to live 
eventually, really, right? Because I always say this, the career that we are building supports or should support the life that we want to live. So when we talk about career visions or career plans or career goals, it's always very much connected with the life that you want to live, the kind of uh, lifestyle that you want for yourself or your family, not just in terms of monetarily, financially, how you can afford that lifestyle, but really how you want to engage with the world, how you want to live the kind of contributions, the kind of impact that you want to make to the people around you, to the people that you serve, to the community even, right? So I always think of careers as the the way or the the vehicle that supports that life that you want to live. All right. So then let's talk about why it's very hard to come up with this stuff. Because I have worked with people where, you know, trying to get them to communicate or articulate or describe their big picture is like seriously like pulling teeth. And I understand why it's hard to come up with this stuff because even for me and I am in this space a lot for a long time, it's sometimes I understand I have a hard time too sometimes and I have to put in the effort to really flesh it out and really find the words to describe what it is that I want to say or what it is that I'm thinking. So why is it hard to come up with this stuff? So first of all, we don't spend enough time thinking about it, right? We don't because introspection is not the most favorite thing to do for us, right? It's, it's seriously, it is not the most favorite thing for people to do. Like I know this when I ask some sort of thought provoking questions sometimes where the person I'm working with or the person I'm talking to would be required to kind of think about what they want or dig deeper into themselves, I could feel the resistance. They would much rather look externally to uh, look for signs to figure out what they want to do rather than look internally, right? Introspection is hard. It's not the easiest thing to do because, you know, words are hard to find, uh, to describe what it is that we want. There are also layers to what it is that we want. It's just not one thing. And so, which leads me to the third reason why it's hard to come up with this stuff. We don't have a recipe or a guidebook to pull it together. So imagine that you ate something very good at a restaurant one night and you want to recreate that dish at home. If you are an experienced cook, you could probably just go by taste and say, okay, well, that tasted like there is basil or there's this kind of sauce or it's probably has this kind of cheese or whatever it is, right? But if you're not an experienced cook, you'll want a recipe. You can't just go by the taste because how are you going to put it together? And that's one of the other reasons why it's so hard to come up with a vision or a big picture because you don't have the parts, pieces, you don't have the ingredients to make it, uh, to make a big picture that means something to you, that resonates, that's something that you actually want to be excited to work on which leads me to the workshop that I'm hosting on September 13th, which makes this topic kind of timely. And I want to have this discussion with you this week on the podcast, because on September 13th, I am hosting a, a workshop called A Vision That Counts. A Vision That Counts on September 13th. On this workshop, you will get that recipe that I was talking about. You will get the ingredients that uh, go into your big picture so that you can pull one together, 
right? Now, this is a roll up your sleeves pen to paper workshop. It's not going to be me talking head with slides after slide after slide, right? That's not, this is not a webinar. <laughs> this is a workshop. So I will be leading you through a process so that you can shine the light, we can discover, we can find the words to describe your vision or your big picture. And I find that, you know, I've done this enough with enough people. I've done this many different ways. And I find that just working it with people live is much, much more effective than just giving you a worksheet for you to fill in yourself by yourself whenever you have the time, right? So I find that when I'm there or when there are other people working it, working it out together, it's much more effective exercise. And that's why I created this workshop. So in the workshop, we are going to cover the ingredients that make up your meaningful and resonant big picture. And I say that I, I choose those words very deliberately because the other thing that I notice is that sometimes we come up with a big picture that is more of what's expected of us. Maybe it's the kind of thing that your boss wants you to say, or maybe it's the kind of thing that your parents or your family wants you to say, or, you know, you look at your friends and your colleagues, and that's the kind of thing that they have. And so therefore you adopt it for yourself. And I find that when that's the case, again, there is a disconnect and we're not having the genuine joy for working that big picture. So that's why I say, I want you to work on your meaningful and resonant big picture, the one that's meaningful to you. So on the workshop, we're going to work on that. We're going to get, you're going to learn the ingredients that, that make that up. Uh, as I said earlier, it's going to be a hands-on pen to paper experience. We're going to work out each ingredient. You're going to learn the process for putting all the ingredients together so that you're not left with parts, pieces, and then you're going, How, what do I do with this, right? So you're going to learn the process to put all that together. And that's actually a good thing to learn the process because what you might find is that you might want to continue to refine that big picture because like everybody else, we evolve, right? So you might find next year or the year after or even six months down the line that you have that that big picture continues to get refined. And so the process for putting it all together is going to be useful because you could re, you could basically apply it over and over. There's also, on the workshop, there's also going to be time for Q&A uh, during the workshop. So you're not going to be stuck. So imagine, this is going to be an online um, workshop. I don't know if I had actually said that, but this is going to be an online workshop. But just like if you were attending a physical live workshop where you can raise your hand and ask the facilitator questions, it's the same thing, right? So even though it's online, we are going to have that opportunity to interact and have Q&A so that you're not stuck. And then you are going to have a big picture workbook that you're going to use during the workshop. And then it's also going to be your evergreen reference afterwards. So you're going to continue to use that workbook to remind you of what it is that you're going after, but also to continue to refine that big picture and evolve as you evolve. So to find out more information about the workshop, you will go to, you want to go to the show notes for this episode. That's secondbreaks.com forward slash episode six, two. That's where you're going to find the link to get more details about the workshop and to sign up for the workshop. I hope to see you on Thursday, September 13th for a vision that counts. 
so that's what I have for you for today's episode. Remember my ask from the top of the show. Send me a note or a direct message on LinkedIn or Instagram and let me know what you are doing while listening to the show. And of course, if there's anything else that you want to share or you want to ask via email, direct message, whatever, do that as well. And I look forward to hearing from you. I will be back next week with a new guest. So this is a good time to hit that subscribe button if you're not subscribed yet. So you don't miss any of the future episodes because there's a new one every Thursday. You know, I show up every Thursday for you to help you make that move that will lead you to the career that you want that supports the life that you want to live. One more time, the show notes where you'll find the link for the Vision That Counts workshop is at secondbreaks.com forward slash episode 62. Do check out the workshop details and see you on September 13th so you can create your big picture that you can finally get really excited about and pumped about. That's a wrap for today's episode, my friend. Thank you so much for listening and for allowing me to be a part of your day today, even for a few minutes. I cannot wait to chat with you again next week. Until then, keep on making your debt, my friend. Cool beans. <laughs>